Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. We have a better covenant upon better promises, and we have a better relationship with God. All these things we strive for and work for and hope for and pray for, we already have those things because Jesus gave it all to us. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Thursday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. I'm nearing the end of my second week now teaching on a subject that I've entitled, Discover the Keys to Staying Full of God. I've got a book on this, a study guide, CDs, and DVDs, and I've been teaching on this. This is nearly the end of my second week, and I've uh, been teaching from Romans chapter 1, verse 21. There's four things listed in that verse that people do to walk away from God and to diminish what He's done in their life. And I've been saying that, well, I've been identifying these four things and saying if we would do the opposite, then the things that God has done in our life would never diminish. They would stay strong and fresh. It ought to increase and improve with age instead of diminish. And so I've spent a lot of time talking about this. Again, let me just read Romans 1.21. It says, Because that when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. So last week I spent the whole week talking about how we have to glorify God. That means to value God, to put worth and value, importance upon God. And one of the ways you do this, Romans chapter 11, verse 13, the same word that was translated glorified in Romans 1.21 was translated magnify in Romans 11.13. So another way of saying this is you have to magnify God and make God bigger than your problem that you're facing. I spent a whole week on that. And then the second thing it lists is to be thankful. And I combined that with uh, Psalms chapter 69, verse 30, where it says, I will magnify the Lord with thanksgiving. So one of the ways that you glorify or magnify the Lord is with thanksgiving. These are separate things in a sense. They're steps, but at the same time, they're interwoven. They're connected. You can't, you really glorify God and magnify Him without being thankful. And I've spent all of this week talking about how important, th how important thanksgiving is and it is just powerful. Yesterday, I used the verses out of Matthew 21, 16, where Jesus quoted from Psalms chapter 8, verse 2, where it says that out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast uh, ordained strength. Well, Jesus, when he quoted that, he says, out of the mouth of babes and sucklings thou hast perfected praise. So praise is strength to still the enemy and the avenger. It's a spiritual warfare. So praise does a number of things. It turns your attention away from the problem and puts it on God. Because if you are focused on the problem, then I guarantee you, you aren't going to be praising God. If the doctor tells you you're going to die and you, you, know, you say, all right, I'm going to praise you, Father. Praise you that I'm going to die. Praise you. I wonder what my funeral is going to be like. See, if you keep thinking on the negative, you'll quit praising. If you make a determination that I'm going to praise God and I'm going to give thanks to God, it will force you to take your attention away from the problem and to put it on the answer. So that is beneficial. But then also what I was teaching yesterday is praise is a weapon against the devil. 
IT JUST DRIVES THE DEVIL CRAZY. HE IS AN EGOMANIAC AND HE CANNOT STAND STILL WHEN GOD IS BEING PRAISED. AND WHEN WE ARE GIVING THANKSGIVING, IT JUST DRIVES THE DEVIL AWAY. LET ME GIVE YOU AN EXAMPLE OF THIS IN THE OLD TESTAMENT. I THINK THIS IS POWERFUL. THIS IS IN 2 CHRONICLES CHAPTER 20, AND THIS IS WHERE THE KING OF ISRAEL, JEHOSHAPHAT, HAD THREE ARMIES COME OUT AGAINST THEM. IT WAS THE CHILDREN OF MOAB, THE CHILDREN OF AMMON, AND OTHERS THAT WERE THE AMMONITES. They, THREE DIFFERENT NATIONS, ARMIES, CAME TOGETHER IN A CONFEDERACY TO OPPOSE JEHOSHAPHAT. AND WHEN JEHOSHAPHAT HEARD THAT THEY WERE COMING, HE CALLED THE ENTIRE NATION TOGETHER, AND THEY FASTED, AND THEY PRAYED. AND IT LISTS HERE A PRAYER THAT JEHOSHAPHAT PRAYED. I'M NOT GOING TO TAKE TIME TO READ IT, BUT BASICALLY HE WAS JUST SAYING THAT GOD, YOU KNOW, YOU'RE THE ONE THAT ESTABLISHED THIS NATION, AND YOU PROMISED THAT YOU'D BE WITH US, AND SO WE'RE STANDING ON THE WORD OF GOD, ON YOUR PROMISES. WE IN THE NATURAL CAN'T OVERCOME THIS PROBLEM, BUT WE ARE TRUSTING IN YOU. AND AS THEY WERE PRAYING, AND AS HE WAS LEADING THE PEOPLE IN PRAYER, DOWN IN 2 CHRONICLES CHAPTER 20, VERSE 14, IT SAYS, UPON JEHAZIEL, THE SON OF ZACHARIAH, THE SON OF Benaiah, THE SON OF WHOEVER, AND ALL OF THESE PEOPLE, THE LEVITE, IT SAYS, THE SPIRIT OF THE LORD uh, CAME UPON HIM IN THE MIDST OF THE CONGREGATION, AND HE SAID, HEARKEN, YE ALL JUDAH, AND YE INHABITANTS OF JERUSALEM, AND NOW KING JEHOSHAPHAT, THUS SAITH THE LORD UNTO YOU, BE NOT AFRAID NOR DISMAYED MY REASON OF THIS GREAT MULTITUDE, FOR THE BATTLE IS NOT YOURS, BUT GOD'S. TOMORROW GO YE DOWN AGAINST THEM. BEHOLD, THEY COME UP BY THE CLIFF OF Ziz, AND YE SHALL FIND THEM THERE AT THE END OF THE BROOK BEFORE THE WILDERNESS OF JERUEL. AND YE SHALL NOT NEED TO FIGHT IN THIS BATTLE. SET YOURSELVES, STAND YE STILL, AND SEE THE SALVATION OF THE LORD WITH YOU, O JUDAH AND JERUSALEM. FEAR NOT, NOR BE DISMAYED, FOR TOMORROW GO OUT AGAINST THEM, FOR THE LORD WILL BE WITH YOU. AND JEHOSHAPHAT BOWED HIS HEAD WITH HIS FACE TOWARDS THE GROUND, AND ALL JUDAH AND THE INHABITANTS OF JERUSALEM FELL BEFORE THE LORD, WORSHIPING THE LORD. YOU KNOW, SOMETIMES WHEN WE READ THINGS IN THE BIBLE, WE JUST, I DON'T KNOW, SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER, WE DON'T PUT OURSELVES INTO IT. IT DOESN'T SEEM TO HAVE ITS FULL IMPACT. BUT THIS WOULD BE NO DIFFERENT THAN IF THE UNITED STATES OR WHATEVER NATION YOU ARE IN, WE GOT PEOPLE ALL OVER THE WORLD WATCH THIS, BUT IF YOU WERE IN YOUR COUNTRY AND IF SOME FOREIGN KINGDOM WAS COMING AGAINST YOU AND YOU WERE OUTNUMBERED THREE TO ONE AND THERE WAS ZERO CHANCE IN THE NATURAL OF YOU WINNING THIS BATTLE. AND SO YOUR PRESIDENT OR YOUR KING OR RULER OR PRIME MINISTER CALLS TOGETHER THE ENTIRE NATION AND YOUR PRAY AND IN THE MIDST OF THIS PRAYER, SOMEBODY STANDS UP AND SAYS, DON'T WORRY. DON'T THINK ABOUT THEM. YOU AREN'T EVEN GOING TO NEED TO FIGHT. YOU CAN GO DOWN TOMORROW AND uh, YOU'RE GOING TO WIN THE BATTLE WITHOUT FIGHTING. YOU KNOW, IF THAT WAS TO HAPPEN NOW IN YOUR SITUATION, THERE WOULD BE A REAL TENDENCY FOR YOU TO THINK, WHO DOES THIS PERSON THINK HE IS? HOW CAN WE OVERCOME THIS THING WITHOUT FIGHTING? YOU KNOW, WHEN YOU READ IT IN THE BIBLE, SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER, WE JUST SKIP OVER THESE THINGS. BUT I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, THIS WAS A HUGE STEP OF FAITH FOR JEHOSHAPHAT AND ALL OF THESE PEOPLE TO BELIEVE THIS PROPHET AND TO BELIEVE THAT THESE THREE NATIONS WHO ARE COMING AGAINST ONE NATION WERE GOING TO BE DEFEATED WITHOUT EVEN FIGHTING. This, THIS WAS A HUGE STEP OF FAITH ON THEIR PART. 
AND IT SAYS, JEHOSHAPHAT BOWED HIS FACE TO THE GROUND, AND ALL JUDAH AND THE INHABITANTS OF JERUSALEM FELL BEFORE THE LORD, WORSHIPING THE LORD. THEY JUST INSTANTLY BELIEVED AND EMBRACED THIS. THAT SAYS A LOT ABOUT THESE PEOPLE. AND IN VERSE 19, AND IT SAYS, AND THE LEVITES, THE CHILDREN OF Kohathites AND OF THE CHILDREN OF THE uh, KORAHITES STOOD UP TO PRAISE THE LORD GOD OF ISRAEL WITH A LOUD VOICE ON HIGH. THEY NOT ONLY FELL ON THEIR FACE AND RECEIVED IT, BUT THEN THEY STARTED PRAISING GOD AND WORSHIPPING GOD. MAN, YOU KNOW, ACCORDING TO EVERYTHING I'VE BEEN TEACHING, THEY WERE MAGNIFYING GOD. THEY WERE MAKING GOD BIGGER THAN THEIR PROBLEM THAT WAS COMING AGAINST THEM. AND IN VERSE 20 IT SAYS, AND THEY ROSE EARLY ON THE MORNING AND WENT FORTH INTO THE WILDERNESS OF Tekoa, AND THEY... AND AS THEY WENT FORTH, JEHOSHAPHAT STOOD, JEHOSHAPHAT WAS THE KING, AND HE STOOD AND SAID, HEAR ME, O JUDAH, AND YE INHABITANTS OF JERUSALEM. BELIEVE IN THE LORD YOUR GOD, SO SHALL YE BE ESTABLISHED. BELIEVE HIS PROPHETS, SO SHALL YE PROSPER. MAN, YOU KNOW WHAT HE'S DOING? THEY WERE GOING DOWN TO MEET THIS ARMY, A HUGE ARMY, THREE NATIONS TOGETHER, AND THEY WERE GOING DOWN, AND THEY HAD BEEN TOLD THAT THEY WOULDN'T EVEN NEED TO FIGHT. NOW, THEY HAD TO SHOW UP. YOU KNOW, THEY COULD HAVE JUST STAYED AT HOME, STAYED INSIDE OF THE CITY WALLS, BUT NO, GOD TOLD THEM TO GO OUT AND MEET THEM, AND HE TOLD THEM WHERE TO GO. THEY HAD TO SHOW UP, BUT HE SAYS, YOU AREN'T EVEN GOING TO NEED TO FIGHT. YOU'RE GOING TO WIN THIS BATTLE WITHOUT FIGHTING. AND SO THEY NEEDED TO BE ENCOURAGED BECAUSE IN THE NATURAL, I CAN GUARANTEE YOU, MANY, MANY OF THESE PEOPLE IN THE NATURAL WERE PROBABLY THINKING THIS IS A RECIPE FOR DISASTER. We're, WE'RE OUTSIDE OF THE CITY WALLS. WE'VE LOST ALL OF OUR FORTIFICATION. WE'VE EXPOSED OURSELVES. AND THE ONLY REASON THEY WERE DOING THIS IS BECAUSE GOD TOLD THEM TO GO OUT AND MEET THIS ARMY. SO Jehoshaphat IS TRYING TO ENCOURAGE THEM AND SAID, BELIEVE IN THE LORD YOUR GOD, SO SHALL YE BE ESTABLISHED. BELIEVE HIS PROPHETS, SO SHALL YE PROSPER. YOU KNOW, THERE'S SOME OF YOU TODAY THAT ARE FACING A SITUATION THAT IT LOOKS EVERY BIT AS IMPOSSIBLE AS THIS ONE RIGHT HERE. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? I AM STANDING HERE AS A PROPHET OF THE LORD, AND I'M TELLING YOU THAT YOU NEED TO BELIEVE GOD. THAT'S HOW YOU'RE GOING TO BE ESTABLISHED. YOU NEED TO TRUST THE THINGS THAT I'M SAYING FROM SCRIPTURE, AND YOU WILL PROSPER IF YOU WILL MAGNIFY GOD INSTEAD OF MAGNIFYING THE PROBLEM. YOU NEED TO GO TO PRAISING GOD. SO LOOK AT HOW THEY RESPONDED. IT SAYS IN VERSE 21, AND WHEN HE HAD CONSULTED WITH THE PEOPLE, HE APPOINTED SINGERS UNTO THE LORD, AND THAT THEY SHOULD PRAISE THE BEAUTY OF HOLINESS. AND THEY WENT OUT BEFORE THE ARMY AND TO SAY, PRAISE THE LORD FOR HIS MERCY ENDURETH FOREVER. NOW AGAIN, GET THE PICTURE OF THIS. THEY ARE GOING OUT TO MEET THREE ARMIES THAT OUTNUMBER THEM, two, AT LEAST TWO OR THREE TO ONE. THEY ARE GOING OUT AND INSTEAD OF PUTTING THE SOLDIERS WITH THE SWORDS AND THE PEOPLE WITH THE SHIELDS, AND THE ARCHERS OR the, any, ANY OF THE WEAPONS. INSTEAD, PUT THE SINGERS IN THE FRONT. SEND THE CHOIR OUT AND START PRAISING GOD. GO OUT TO MEET AN ARMY WITH THE SINGERS. DID YOU KNOW IN THE NATURAL, THIS IS ABSOLUTE FOOLISHNESS. AND I CAN GUARANTEE YOU THAT, AGAIN, IF SOMEHOW OR ANOTHER WE COULD BRING IT UP TO MODERN DAY, AND IF WE WERE SURROUNDED AND OUR LEADER OF OUR COUNTRY SAID, LET'S JUST ALL BEGIN TO START PRAISING GOD. LET'S GO OUT AGAINST THE ARMIES PRAISING GOD. I CAN GUARANTEE YOU THERE WOULD BE SO MANY PEOPLE SAYING, YOU ARE STUPID, YOU ARE FOOLISH, YOU'RE CRAZY TO THINK THAT YOU CAN OVERCOME THEIR BULLETS, THEIR BOMBS WITH PRAISE. 
But this is exactly what Jehoshaphat told them to do. And look at this in verse 22. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, which were come out against Judah, and they were smitten. For the children of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir utterly to slay and to destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Mount Seir, everyone helped to destroy another. So what this is saying is that God just basically turned these three nations against each other. Uh, the inhabitants of Ammon and Moab teamed up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir and wiped out the entire army of Mount Seir. But then, once they wiped them out, they started killing each other, and it got down to the last two men. You know, I don't know how many people were in this, but hundreds of thousands of people were killed down to the last two soldiers fought to where they killed each other. And look at this. It says in verse 24, And when Judah came towards the watchtower in the wilderness, they looked unto the multitude, and behold, they were dead bodies fallen to the earth, and none escaped. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found among them in abundance both riches with the dead bodies and precious jewels which they had stripped off for themselves, more than they could carry away. And they were three days in the gathering of the spoil. It was so much. Man, this is awesome. So you know how they did this? They began to praise God. They began to be thankful. They believed His prophets. And as they did it, just like I've been teaching, they magnified God. Their faith grew, and they put singers in the front. And when they did that, all of the enemy soldiers began to fight each other. They killed each other down to the last person. And instead of this terrible tragedy that it looked like was on the horizon, instead it was a tremendous benefit. There was so much riches and gold and jewels among them that it took three days for the entire nation to go and strip all of the spoil from these slain bodies. Man, that's awesome. And you know, just like some of you, you may be facing a situation that's bigger than you, but if you would magnify God, if you would begin to praise Him, worship Him, give thanksgiving to God, remember all of the awesome things that God has done for you in the past. And if you would begin to worship the Lord and do that, God would defeat your enemies. And the very thing that looked like the ruin of you could wind up being a tremendous benefit. Man, you could prosper out of this in ways that you never have before. You know, I've mentioned this last week, and I'm not going to go into any detail, but back at the end of February, we had a situation where uh, our income during January and February 2019 was $2.1 million less than it was during January, February of 2018. And I didn't panic, but we just got to a place where I was praying and asking God if there was something He wanted me to do. Finally, my uh, people that worked for me came and said, we've got about a week, 10 days maximum, and we are going to be in big trouble if we don't come up with some money. And so uh, anyway, I was actually on vacation when they told me all of this. 
and I didn't know what to do, and I didn't want to go and just say, we've got a crisis. You know, there's often that I'll contact our people and I'll say, God has told me to do this. If you want to be a part of it, I'll encourage people to give and to be a part. But to come up and say that we have a crisis, uh, I can't even remember the last time that I've ever done that. It's been a very long time, decades ago. And I hate doing it, but we were just in a situation where it was the truth and I didn't know what to do, and I certainly didn't want to default on payments and things that we were doing. So anyway, uh, out of a last resort, it just seemed to me the best option. I put out an email to 25,000 of our partners. Now, we've got about 43,000 partners, but I didn't have email addresses for all of them, and we didn't have time to put a letter together and send it out. So anyway, my point is that a situation that looked like it could have been just totally devastating I just began to praise God, and I began to thank God. And I said, God, I'm just going to tell people. I put out, I think it was only four paragraphs. might have been five paragraphs. It's very short. I didn't give much explanation. I just said, we're in a situation. If you can, help us, help us. And at the time I'm making these programs, I don't know what the full result of that is. But I know that we've already gotten enough that the pressure is off of us and I believe that we are going to recover that $2.1 million that we were down. And just like this, I believe that the thing that was meant for evil, God is going to work it together for good. I believe we'll actually come out ahead. It'll take me three whole days to grab all of the spoil, just as Jehoshaphat did right here. And I'm telling you that, you know, your situation might be different than mine, but it, they're the same principles. Every one of us have things coming against us that are bigger than us, sickness, poverty, relational problems, layoffs at work, you know, just could be on and on. But you've got things that you just can't handle in the natural. But if we would follow this example and realize the power of praise and thanksgiving, and if we would start glorifying God and just worshiping Him, what would happen is God would get bigger than your problem. And when that happens, faith begins to rise. You know, faith, all it is, faith follows really what you think upon. You could say it this way uh, in Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you don't hear the truth of the Word of God, you aren't going to have faith in a situation. And if you are allowing the voice of something else or the vision of something else in uh, you know, imminent disaster, if you are focused on that, well, then that's going to bring fear and doubt and unbelief. But when you start focusing on the Word of God, when you study things like Second Chronicles chapter 20 and you see how Jehoshaphat put singers out to go out and meet armies, and he put the singers out front, not the soldiers, the singers, and they started praising God. And you see what God did for Jehoshaphat? When you start doing that same thing and you start glorifying God, did you know what? It just, it causes the enemy, all of the plans of the enemy, he just cannot stand you praising God. I'm telling you, this is so important. Going back to the original verses that I've been using, Romans chapter 1, verse 21, you start by glorifying God magnifying Him, and you put worth and value on God. God is bigger than whatever your problem is, and you start glorifying Him. And part of that 
TO MAKE HIM BIGGER, YOU HAVE TO GIVE THANKSGIVING. PSALMS CHAPTER 69, VERSE 30, YOU MAGNIFY HIM WITH THANKSGIVING. SO AS YOU BEGIN TO START THANKING GOD AND REMEMBERING THE GOODNESS OF GOD AND GOING BACK AND REHEARSING YOUR VICTORIES, IT CAUSES FAITH TO RISE. FAITH COMES BY HEARING AND HEARING BY THE WORD OF GOD. SO AS YOU GO BACK AND REMEMBER HOW THE WORD OF GOD HAS WORKED IN THE PAST AND YOU START MAGNIFYING THAT, IT JUST GIVES YOU FAITH TO BE ABLE TO OVERCOME ALL OF THE THINGS THAT YOU'RE FACING. IT REALLY IS AS SIMPLE AS WHAT I'M SAYING. THIS IS NOT DIFFICULT, BUT IT'S HARD IN ONE SENSE BECAUSE ALL OF US HAVE BEEN TAUGHT TO BE MORE CONTROLLED BY WHAT WE SEE, TASTE, HEAR, SMELL, AND FEEL THAN WE ARE BY WHAT WE BELIEVE. MATTER OF FACT, MANY TIMES IT'S ACTUALLY PUT DOWN. FAITH IS PUT DOWN. TRUSTING IN THE BIBLE IS PUT DOWN AS, YOU KNOW, THIS IS JUST FAIRY TALES. WHAT DOES WHAT HAPPENED, YOU KNOW, THOUSANDS OF YEARS AGO WITH JEHOSHAPHAT HAVE TO DO WITH ME TODAY? WELL, THE BIBLE SAYS THAT JESUS IS THE SAME YESTERDAY, TODAY, AND FOREVER. GOD'S WORD IS FOREVER SETTLED. HE IS NO RESPECTER OF PERSONS. WHAT HE DID FOR JEHOSHAPHAT, HE'LL DO FOR YOU IF YOU WILL DO WHAT JEHOSHAPHAT DID. IF YOU WILL BELIEVE IN HIS PROPHETS, IF YOU WILL PROSPER, YOU WILL PROSPER, YOU'LL BE ESTABLISHED. IF YOU WILL TAKE A STEP OF FAITH AND GO OUT AND STAND AGAINST THESE THINGS, MAGNIFY GOD AND MAKE HIM BIGGER, IT'LL WORK EVERY SINGLE TIME. IT'S WORKING FOR ME. IT'S WORKED FOR ME IN THIS LAST WEEK. IT'LL WORK FOR YOU THIS WEEK. I TELL YOU, GOD WANTS TO PROSPER YOU, BUT HE NEEDS YOU TO COOPERATE. LET'S JUST SAY THAT WHAT IF JEHOSHAPHAT HADN'T HAVE BELIEVED THE PROPHECY? WHAT IF JEHOSHAPHAT HAD SAID, THERE IS NO WAY THAT WE CAN OVERCOME THESE THREE NATIONS, AND HE'D GONE OUT AND JUST ASKED FOR SURRENDER. YOU KNOW, I'LL MAKE, a, um, I'll make PEACE WITH YOU. WE'LL BECOME YOUR SERVANTS. HE COULD HAVE UNDONE WHAT GOD'S PLAN WAS. OR LET'S SAY THAT HE HAD DECIDED, MAN, THERE'S NO WAY I'M PUTTING THE SINGERS OUT FRONT. WE'RE GOING TO SEND THE SOLDIERS, AND THEY STARTED ENGAGING IN THE BATTLE WHEN GOD HAD TOLD THEM THEY WEREN'T GOING TO FIGHT IN THIS BATTLE. WHAT IF THEY HADN'T have TAKEN THESE STEPS OF FAITH? I DON'T BELIEVE THEY WOULD HAVE GOTTEN THE SAME RESULTS. IT TAKES FAITH. ANYBODY CAN PRAISE GOD ON THE OTHER SIDE OF THE BATTLE AFTER ALL OF THE ENEMIES ARE DESTROYED, AND ANYBODY CAN SING THEN. ANYBODY CAN SAY, THANK YOU, LORD, THEN. BUT CAN YOU SAY THANK YOU BEFORE YOU ACTUALLY SEE ALL OF THE END RESULTS? ANYBODY CAN PRAISE GOD AFTER YOU'VE PASSED THROUGH THE RED SEA AND YOU'VE SEEN YOUR ENEMIES DESTROYED, BUT CAN YOU PRAISE GOD ON THIS SIDE OF THE RED SEA? THAT'S WHAT THE BIBLE CALLS FAITH. AND YOU KNOW WHAT? SOMETIMES YOU JUST HAVE TO START THANKING GOD AND PRAISING GOD AND WORSHIPPING GOD BY FAITH WHEN THERE ISN'T ANY PHYSICAL PROOF, ANY PHYSICAL EVIDENCE OF IT WHATSOEVER. THAT'S WHAT THE BIBLE CALLS FAITH. AND YOU KNOW, I'VE DONE THIS AND I'VE SEEN GOD COME THROUGH. I HAVE MADE BOLD PROCLAMATIONS. I HAVE TOLD PEOPLE FOR THE LAST SIX YEARS, YOU HIDE AND WATCH. WE WILL GET THIS DONE. WE ARE GOING TO GET IT DONE DEBT-FREE. AND I HAD PEOPLE SAY THAT THIS JUST CAN'T HAPPEN, AND YET IT HAS HAPPENED. AND I CALLED IT BEFORE IT HAPPENED. THAT'S WHAT THE BIBLE CALLS FAITH. YOU'VE GOT TO GET TO WHERE YOU CAN SEE THINGS WITH YOUR HEART THAT YOU CAN'T SEE WITH YOUR EYES. AND I'M GOING TO BE TALKING ABOUT THAT NEXT, ABOUT THE POWER OF A POSITIVE IMAGINATION. BUT ALL OF THESE THINGS WORK TOGETHER. IF YOU WILL GLORIFY GOD, IF YOU WILL BE THANKFUL, IF YOU WITH YOUR HEART WILL BEGIN TO START SEEING SUCCESS BEFORE YOU CAN SEE IT WITH YOUR EYES, AND IF YOU WILL JUST SET YOUR HEART ON THE THINGS OF GOD 
And let, let not your heart be troubled by all of these other things, but just focus on the things of God. This is a recipe for absolute victory in every situation. It doesn't matter if you're facing physical problems, financial problems, emotional problems, whatever it is. You will come out on the victor side if you will do that. We're drawing towards the end of the day's program. I've got this book entitled Discover the Keys to Staying Full of God. I've got it in book form. I've got a study guide that is made for you to disciple other people with this. And then I also have these CDs and DVDs. I encourage you to listen to our announcer. He's going to give you information about how to receive this product. And please call or write today and join me again tomorrow as I continue this teaching on Discover the Keys to Staying Full of God. Andrew's complete series titled Discover the Keys to Staying Full of God is available in either a CD album or in a DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. This teaching is also available in book form, or you can get it in a companion study guide which will deepen your personal understanding and is perfect for Bible studies, home groups, and Sunday schools. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. Or if you prefer, these products are available as part of the Discover the Keys package. This package includes the book, the companion study guide, and your choice of either the CD or DVD album. This package has a catalog value of $80, but you can receive all of these valuable resources today for a gift of $55. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. The individual topic highlighted on today's broadcast is available as an audio CD for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give because there's a blessing in giving. But if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide today's teaching free of charge. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. Come and join us for the 2019 Healing is Here Conference. This will be an extraordinary time of healing and inspiration from the Word of God. Mark your calendars for August 13th through 16th and join us in Woodland Park, Colorado for this free conference. You know, I had mentioned on our program today how we had had a financial crisis and I just want to thank our partners who gave and brought us through that. And if you haven't yet become a partner with this ministry, I'd like to encourage you to consider it. You know, we reach about 4 billion people potential on a daily basis all over the world. And if you sow into this ministry, it's not only going to be a blessing to you, but you could be a blessing to many other people. There's so many people that need these truths that we're talking about. So if you haven't yet done it, I encourage you to pray about becoming a partner with us. You can call, you can get information from our announcer, but consider becoming a monthly partner with Andrew Womack Ministries.
I knew that Karis was going to be a place where I was going to learn about the Bible, about Christ, about God, who I was and whose I was. When I came to Karis Bible College, I get to renew my mind. And now I, I believe that I'm going to be ready to someday me be able to fulfill God's call for my life and to disciple other people. I don't know what other Bible colleges teach, but this one's definitely got it right. I mean, I love the teaching. The teaching is just, it's, it's blue chip, you know, it's, it's top notch. And then also, you know, it's just like a big family here. I mean, it's, we all care about each other and we all just have a good time with each other. This is a college that God has ordained and established for the purpose of launching an entire generation into the world to change the world and to change the way that it sees Him. Working hard, the Rockies are calling you. Hear world-class speakers, real kingdom leaders. This June 12th through the 14th, attend the Kingdom Business Summit. Learn from Andrew Womack, Willie Robertson, Paul Milligan, Dr. Henry Cloud, Billy Epperhart, Dr. Lance Walnow, Dr. Dean Radke. Check out kbs2019.org for all the info.